Hello and welcome to the Martial Arts Teaching Tactics Podcast. I'm Chris Kent, and I'm joining Chris Bean. Mr. Bean? Hello, sir. Today we're going to be talking about what to do when you have missing students. Uh, so you notice some students have made it to class, some students haven't been showing up. Um, what do we do then? But let's start a little bit before that, actually. Let's start on a good way to uh, prevent that from happening, if you can, or, or a good method to keep your students engaged, keep them involved, so that you don't end up missing them uh, throughout their training and throughout, throughout your program. So something that we do here at our studio is uh, what we call a good job card, a good job card. So good job cards are a great motivational tool for your school. When you have a student who's performing particularly well, not only can you give them praise on the floor, but also send them a handwritten postcard to let them know how good they did. This is an unbelievably easy tool that your entire staff can use to help keep the students engaged. If you have someone who is struggling, you can send them a postcard to offer extra encouragement. Just think about the last time you received mail from someone uh, and then that you weren't expecting. You know, it wasn't a bill, it wasn't a, a, an ad for something, but it was genuine mail that you got from someone. Just imagine and remember how excited you were and how cool that was to get that, that letter in the mail. Well, everyone loves getting handwritten notes and handwritten postcards in the mail, especially one that is letting them know how awesome they are doing. Um, so that's something we implement, something we use to help encourage and motivate our students, but also to stay connected to them. Because, you know, the next time that person is going to come in, more often than not, they're going to mention the postcards you sent them. You'll have a quick interaction with them, and that strengthens the relationship you have with that student. And again, the idea is to keep them motivated and to keep them involved and to reassure them or remind them of the good work that they're doing. That way they don't end up, um, you know, missing a class or it's not easy for them to say, oh, well, I don't want to go today because they really enjoy being around you and, and, and receiving the praise for what they do and you really make them feel special because you took the time to sit down by hand write a little note of encouragement to them and then send it in the mail you know and as far as cost effectiveness i mean how much does a postcard stamp cost i don't even, I don't even know that's how that's how cheap it is because that's not even it's, it's little consequence you know you print up a whole bunch of postcards one-time payment there and then every once in a while you gotta buy the stamps for it well you know take 30 seconds out of your day write a quick note at, address it put a stamp on it send it in the mail it's a, it's a very small thing that you can do. It's going to have a huge impact on your relationship with the student. And again, uh, not entirely with the idea of maintaining them. You also want to use it as a, a tool of praise and connection building. But hopefully those small interactions like that, those literally, those uh, handcrafted moments of, of connection, um, you know, make a difference in that student and, and, and help to shine a positive light on your, your program and, and your school, making it somewhere they want to be and something they want to, to uh, continue to come back to. So Good Job Cards is a small thing. doesn't take a lot of time. That's something you can do and use to um, really make a, a special connection. And then, like we said earlier, uh, you know, your whole staff can do it. So think about, you know, you got four people on staff. If those four people each write two letters a night, that's eight students you just covered in one night. So, you know, within the, the span of a quarter, you should be more than able to get through all of your students and every single person's getting that handwritten note at some point in time, offering that encouragement and, and, and building that relationship. And again, just a small thing to help hopefully deter them or prevent them from uh, not finding your school special and deciding to replace it with something else or just stop coming altogether. Now, of course, as you're going through and, and making these and writing these postcards to your students, be genuine as you're doing that. And, and of course, this should go without saying, but 
make sure that whoever that instructor is that's writing that postcard did have a a lesson or, or has a class uh, there somehow they are influencing that student don't have you know mr so-and-so write johnny a card just because johnny isn't doing so great but they never interact and they don't know who each other are make sure that whoever that instructor is writing a card to is somebody they worked with uh, that night or at the very least that week and then of course as you're going through and 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 making these postcards have a list of, of students' names that you're crossing off or checking off as you go. That way, you know, your, your top, you know, cool, best students aren't getting, you know, four or five postcards, you know, a, a month or something just because they're so good and you're leaving the people at the bottom of the list um, out. And so make a list of all your students and as they get a postcard for that quarter, that belt cycle or whatever it is, cross their name off. That way they're done and then that gives your um, your team, your students, or your, uh, your, your teaching staff, other options, more variability as they're writing those cards to those students. And I guess it doesn't have to stop at a good job card either. If you know, you know someone has a graduation or a special event or a birthday or whatever, and you have the option to send them a postcard, again, do it because you're going to build that relationship and it's going to help um, tie that positive outlook to your studio, to you, and then, again, develop that relationship with them as well. Yeah, so moving on to the to the next step. So good job cards are a great way to keep your students motivated and continue to come back to your classes. But from time to time, we know people get sick. Um, they miss class, right? And so how do we know, how do we, what do we do for that, right? These would be a, uh, a weekly task that you would go through your your system, your attendance tracker, and see who wasn't there for that week. And then either realize that, hey, they were actually here, they forgot to sign in for class, and in that case, you would let them know that. Or you knew they were going to be on vacation, so you can say, hey, make sure, you know, I know you guys are on vacation, but when you get back, make sure you set up some private lessons so we can get Matthew caught up on his information. Uh, if, you know, you call him and say, hey, you know, Johnny is sick this week, okay, great, no problem, I hope he feels better. I guess not. Okay, great. But okay, thanks for letting us know. You know, I hope I hope uh, you and your family feel better. Um, just make sure when you guys come back in, we we get that private lesson set up. That way, nothing, no information is missed, and he can come back to to class and and, and you know, be right where everybody else is. Um, but having that on a on a weekly basis, a continual effort will have to be made to check in on those students that, that, you know, that for whatever reason didn't make it to your class. And of course, there's a, a myriad of, of, of different reasons uh, that somebody could miss a class, but it's very important for us, the, 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 you know, the employees at your school to make sure that you reach out to those students because it's very easy to get it out of the habit of coming to class, right? They miss one or two classes. It's just easier to not come to class. And that's way easier than it is to get in the car, get dressed, do whatever you got to do in order to make it into class. And so we just want to make sure that we are continually reaching out to those people that, you know, for whatever reason, didn't make it to class. Now, we've talked uh, on a number of different podcasts before um, about keeping attendance. So if you don't keep attendance, this is another, I would say, relatively huge reason to keep attendance because, again, it's so easy so easy for those students to miss class once or twice and then they just you never see them again because they got they, they lost the habit right it wasn't was it 
in their routine to get ready and come to your class, right? So make sure that you're reaching out to those students. And maybe your school is small enough that you know when, you know, your fourth person isn't in class that day, right? But if you have a bigger school or as your school um, continues to grow, make sure you're on the phone calling those people up just so that, you know, you're in contact with them and you know what's going on and, and why they missed the class and get those lessons set up. That way when they do come back, they're on track where they need to be at. And, you know, a simple phone call, you know, would be would be an easy way to, to accomplish this, right? You have everybody on your list. You have your office personnel on Friday. You know, they call on everybody that's on the list, you know, and, and maybe uh, the first week it's a phone call. Maybe the next week it's a, it's, a, it's a text message or vice versa, and you have kind of a tiered process, you know. And if you notice that somebody's missed class for three weeks in a row, I mean, not, not that you're going to go to their house and knock on their door, but I mean, you know, maybe you, you kind of step up your game a little bit as far as your contact methods and, and try to really get in contact with them. Maybe, maybe somebody's sick or um, something bad happened or whatever it is, but you want to, you know, you, you want to kind of make sure that, you know, you're there to say sorry or, you know, I, you know, I feel bad that that happened. Um, my condolences, whatever, to whatever, whatever it is that happened, but then also let them know that, you know, hey, when, when everything is all squared away and when everything's back to normal or normal-ish, come on back. We'll get you set up on some lessons. That way you can go back to class and be, be right where you're, you are need to be at, and, and then you're not going to miss a, a belt test or anything like that. Just like the good job card, the postcard, think about the, the personal touch and how good it feels when, you know, you get a call from your karate studio that they missed you or they noticed you weren't there. It really does, you know, make you feel special or, or in, you know, those cases where something did go wrong or they were sick, just to, that word of encouragement of, hey, you know, I hope things get better soon or I hope you get better soon and get well. Again, just that, that small, small touch or, 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 or check-in with them um, does a lot to make them feel included and feel special that you noticed they weren't there and, you you know, you care about them and you miss them and you want them to come back and train. So not only is it good for you to get your students coming back and tracking your attendance and be on top of those things, but, you know, a lot of this comes back to strengthening or developing or reinforcing the relationship you've already made with them, which we in previous podcasts have talked about is very important when you're teaching, helps you to teach your students and you know not to say you don't care about them because i think if you don't care about your students there's something wrong that's another discussion but you know uh, it's not just about getting them back in class we generally make sure they're okay and then we also want them to go to back class too so this isn't entirely coming from coming from a perspective of hey find out what's wrong to get them back in class so they can train that's part of it but also you know we do have their best interest in mind and we do want to be sympathetic and caring to what's happening in their lives now, the next step, right? So we talked about, you know, how to help keep your students motivated. And then if you have absent students or vacation or sick or something, you know, a process to kind of take care of, handle that situation. But now you have somebody who has quit for, you know, whatever, whatever the reason is. They've, they've stopped, they discontinued the training with you. Having some sort of reactivation sequence kind of automatically set up in place so that, you know, they, they cancel on this day and X number of days or months or weeks or whatever after that, boom, they get sent some sort of letter in the mail or an email or a phone call or something like that just to touch base with them. See how, you know, whatever whatever efforts they're doing in, in, in baseball or soccer, or whatever whatever it is, check in. See how they're doing, right? Say, hey, you know, remember, we're still here. And, you know, I know you, um, you know, stopped because of, 
this. Um, how's that going? Oh, good. Yeah. You know, hey, I, you know, if you wanted to come back, we can get you some lessons, um, you know, set up and we'll get you kind of start off, you know, back where you, you know, where you were before, if that's something you're still interested in. Right. Yeah. I, can, I don't know if, you, if this has happened to you, but um, a gym membership, you go to the gym, you know, you're lifting weights or working out or whatever at, at a regular gym. They will, if you stop, they will reach out to you, you know, six months, a year later and say, hey, you know, we, we miss seeing you. Um, you know, hey, you know, remember those goals you had when you started with us? How are you doing reaching those? And just the kind of, oh, yeah, hey, I remember that that was still there. I liked doing that for, you know, for whatever the reason is just to have that idea pop back in their mind, right? And sometimes that's, that's all it takes. And while this is a little bit or could be a little bit of a lengthy process to, to set up and, and, you know, get set to where all the strings are pulled at the right time and the buttons get pushed at the right time or whatever it is, but if you get one student to come back and train with you after six months or a year off, then that, I, I, in, my, in my opinion, that effort that it took to set up this process was worth it. Right? If you get one person to come back and train with you, maybe they can't train with you, um, they get their black belt, they get their next black belt, or maybe they're only there for a couple of months and then they, they have to stop again for whatever that, that sports season is. To continue that effort of, of growing that relationship and growing the, um, the student and the benefits, of course, that you know that you offer at your school, I, I believe that that time spent setting up the automation or the, the, whatever the sequence is was worth it. Now, of course, as you're building this, there are a couple questions you'll want to answer. You know, how many times do you want to reach out to this person? How many times is too much before it's like, okay, that's, that's enough guy? Or, or gal or whatever. Um, after you reach out to them one time, how long in between that next contact should it be? Or how long do you want to wait after the first touch, quote unquote, the first contact, do you want to make it for the second one? And then with those, how long after the student stops do you want to contact them? Do you want to make it three months, six months, uh, you know, a, a year you know, how long, what's that time frame for you? And of course, these are all different questions or you'll have all different answers to these questions. You'll have to answer yourself based on you, you and your program and even potentially your, the, um, the clientele or the students that you have. For us, six months is that, is that window, right? So at six months, they get a, an email. Um, and I'll, I'll read, read over the email in just, in just a moment. But at six months is when they get the email, um, that, you know, that kind of says, hey, you know, we're reaching out. Hey, we're, we're still here, right? And of course, after that, then potentially along with that email, just because you don't know if they, you know, not everybody checks your email. Um, they may have blocked your email for whatever reason. So with that email, we also do a text message to say, hey, you know, we just sent you a text message and it's actually a congratulatory text message, which will be explained in just a minute as I read the, the email. But those two things kind of happen at the same time, just to say, hey, we just sent you an email, go check your email, read over the email, just because again, sometimes people need that um, notification. I mean, I don't know about you, how long it takes you to read or check your emails, but some people need that extra push to actually go into their uh, email inbox and, and open things. Um, so the email that we send them goes like this. It says, congratulations on earning your new black belt. All of the hard work, diligent practice, and classes you've taken led you 
to reaching this goal. Now that you've accomplished this huge milestone, what will you do next? Sorry, dot, dot, dot. This is the email that I would be sending you had you not discontinued your training with us. There is some good news, though. It's not too late. You can come back and pick up right where you left off. No need to start over from the beginning. You've already worked so hard to reach the rank that you did. Why stop there? Here's what I'd like to give you. One month free. Four free 15-minute one-on-one lessons to get you back on track and feeling comfortable with your information. I'll waive the normal $100 registration free and also honor your monthly tuition rate that you left at. If you need, I will also give you a brand new uniform and belt free of charge. If you are interested in reaching your goals, click the link below to get set up. And so that's the email that goes, that goes out to them. Now, yes, that is a potentially uh, a little bit forward, a little bit much by you know, saying congratulations on your next black belt or your new black belt. Um, but really what, what I wanted there was um, a tagline, um, an introduction that would be catchy enough or, or involved enough to get them to continue reading, right? You, the, the email um, subject line says congratulations on your earning your new black belt. Wait, huh? What? My new black belt? Let me read that, right? Just to, just to you know, get them to actually open that in their inbox. And then they read that first paragraph, and they're thinking, huh? What? 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 Oh, that, that's, that, could, that could have been me, right? I, I, was, you know, I was pretty close to getting my black belt. Why, you know? And then that gets them to have those feelings again, to think about, why did I start? You know, why did I quit? You know, why, I was so close already. What, why, why not just go back and, if, oh, I can pick up where I left off at? That would be great. And then they, you know, that just, just to further that experience for them and really having that, um, you know, congratulations on earning your new black belt, that whole thing. Again, it's just about getting them to be, to be pulled in and read the email so they can actually get to the information. Um, maybe a bit confused as they're reading it or, or, or not quite understanding, but again, just to get them to, to see, oh yeah, right, I actually wasn't too far away. And if I hadn't quit when I did, I, I would be at my black belt already. Wow, okay. And so, again, and if they're a, a green belt when they quit, no, it isn't six months until they get black belt. And, and, you know, depending on where they are across the board, of course, that, that number is different. But at six months, they get this one, right? And again, the, the way that this is worded, at least for us, is this can go to somebody who already is a black belt or somebody that was close to black belt or somebody that wasn't necessarily close to black belt because it says your new black belt, your next black belt. Right? So it doesn't matter if they already were a black belt or they weren't a black belt. It's still, that still works. It still functions that way. Um, and again, all that is, is, you know, it says congratulations on earning your new black belt. That's the subject line. And then, of course, in the text message that goes out with this, it says, hey, we just sent you a congratulations uh, email. Make sure you go in and check your inbox to, to read over that. Right? And so, a congratulations email. What, what's that about? They go, oh, congratulations on my new black belt. What? Huh? And again, just a, just a maybe potentially an out-of-box, out-of-the-box kind of um, email that hopefully will get them to actually open the email to read over the information that's in it. Now, of course, you can, you can choose to do a, hey, we miss seeing you, or, or um, something, something along the lines of that that is a little bit more, more basic and easy, again, similar to what perhaps like a, a gym like a weightlifting or a type gym would, I mean, I, I say gym. Is that, is that how you would describe gym? 
that person named Jim, but okay. Uh, I know some people refer to karate shooters as gyms. So yes, right, I, that's, I think the distinction is important. Yeah. Right. So anyways, uh, that, would be, that would be a way. Now, if you already have a reactivation sequence, awesome. Good job. Good job. I, you know, hopefully that is, is working well for you. And again, if you 2%, if you get 2% that quit from you that come back, I think the time and the effort it took to set that up which is, is, is beneficial, right? You, you've, you've made your money back, that time spent to do it, and you got to further that relationship with the student and grow them further as a person because of your program. And if they just quit, they, they stopped, they never came back, there's no communication between you and them ever again, that wouldn't have ever happened, right? But because you took the time to set up, you know, you took a week, you know, however long it took you to actually build the program, sent it out, you hit go, turned it on, whatever you had to do, and then you got two people back out of 100. Great, good job, good for you, and good for those students. They got to come back to you and continue learning from you, right? They already have the relationship there, and that's just a, you can then further that relationship, further that connection um, for them, and then also get them to continue their training, which of course is hugely beneficial uh, for them wherever they are in life. Now. Of course, with a reactivation sequence, there is one extra step that I believe that needs to happen. We've talked, uh, I think it was the last podcast, about cancellations, uh, no to enrollments and cancellations. From time to time, you'll have those people that quit or cancel because of a disagreement. Or potentially they were uh, a toxic family, which we potentially will go into a, a podcast about toxic families in the future. But... Uh, you can imagine what that, hopefully, what that would be like. Um, people that you don't really want to come back for, to, to your school because of a disagreement or because of the type of people they are, whatever it is. So you would want to put in a, um, an extra step, a, a, an exclusion program, an exclusion to the program, rather, um, that not absolutely everybody who quits gets this reactivation sequence. Because, again, you, have, you do have those very few percentage of people that stop because of whatever reason and, and it was a disagreement or you know whatever it is and you don't want to reach out to them and make it worse for whatever reason um, by contacting them again or you have those people that you had to sever ties with because um, because of the influence that they had on, on potentially on, on the other students the staff the school uh, in general, and so you would, again, would want those people to be getting the sequence, right? So you want to have some sort of a exclusion to the program, and maybe that's an extra a tag or, or an extra checkbox that they get or something like that, just so that you know that they're not going to be set up on the sequence uh, when, when, you know, when the time comes. Mashkent, do you have any, uh, anything to add to missing students? No, sir. I think the most important thing is to, you know, have a system in place to reach out to them and contact them. Don't just let it slide by, even if you're a, a school of 500 or you're a school of five. You know, be making that connection with them, finding out what's going on and getting them back into class. But of course, overall, showing that you care about them and actually caring about them and their lives and what happens. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff you talked about was just creative ways to remind them that you're there or get them back into the program or remind them of the goals they had or get back into training to better themselves for many different reasons. So, you know, I think the most important thing is just don't forget about them. It's not, it's not out of sight, out of mind. 
there's still a potential for you to salvage the relationship and get them back in, not only for your business, but also for them to be able to continue to reap the benefits of martial arts. So highly encourage, if you haven't already, develop a system to deal with these things. Uh, current students, find out why they missed a class. Um, instill that extra value in your program by sending them their postcards to help them come to class. And then, you know, if you happen to lose them, then find out ways to to bring them back or remind them you're still there and offer them, uh, I don't want to say a deal, but offer them something to get them back in the door and re remind them of why they started your program in the first place. Yeah, you know, I, I guess we, something we didn't discuss, but with the uh, missing in action, we, we call the M, we call it the uh, the MIAs missing in action. Uh, those are the Friday night calls that we do for the, the students that didn't make it to class that week. Um, build into your program the sort of responsibility of the students or the parents of the students to contact you and say, "Hey, you know, Johnny isn't going to be there because he's sick today." Okay, great, and then you notate that in your system. So that you know either to call on, on Friday to check in and see how he's doing or not to call them because you know that he's sick, right? So either, either way. And then um, we talked about sending postcards and stuff. If somebody says, hey, you know, I'm sick. I can't make it to class. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, sorry to hear that. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll catch up next week. Hopefully you'll feel better. Send them a postcard, a get well soon postcard, right? If you have families that bring um, you and your staff you know, cookies for Christmas or something like that, have a thank you card that you send out to them, right? Those hand, like you said, what, what, how did you word it? The handcrafted um, moments. I think, I, think that's, I think that's what he said, the handcrafted moments. I like that. I, um, the handcrafted moments, the more handcrafted moments that you can set up and, and give to your students, the better. That, that is direct, um, a, a beautiful way to directly connect with them. Take the time, write something out by hand, put a stamp in it and send it snail mail, right? That, um, that will do a lot to grow the connection with them. Birthday cards, right? Handwritten birthday cards sent to them, right? And again, just furthering that connection with your students will make the things that you do in class, the things that you say to them, the interactions you have so much more beneficial, so much more impactful because of the connection that you have built with your students. As always, we'd love to hear what you thought about the episode or, or different tactics and methods that you use to reach out to your, your missing students or bring people back into your program. So you can find us on the socials or on Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, on all those platforms. You can find us at MA Teaching Tactics, MA for Martial Arts teaching tactics. Again, that's MA teaching tactics. Until next time, I'm Chris Kent. And I'm Chris Bean.